So I thought we would set aside a little bit of time to not just talk about the series, but maybe where the where it all went wrong this year. Because I think you can trace it back to maybe not a day or a game um, or an injury. Because I don't think, again, I keep saying this, the injuries to Andrei Svechnikov and Max Pacioretty, are they factors? Yeah. But we watched these four games, and it was still there for Carolina to win. Honestly, the criticism I, 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 that I keep seeing, I think, is misplaced. Carolina needs I – mean, Carolina system creates a team that can win. They ju- it just does. And that's why they will continue to play it. They're not going to change what they do. But on – at some point during the year – Carolina kind of forgot all the good that they did in the summer. So let's go back further from where Carolina, you know, from the time of the injury and all of that, the injury to Svechnikov or the injury to Pacioretty. So let's go back. At the end of last year, Everybody realized that, man, they just can't get that big goal. If they could just get somebody to get that big goal, uh, it would be a different story. And we hear that again. As a matter of fact, uh, Craig Button from TSN, who is a former front office executive and all of that, uh, Craig Button was on uh, their version of SportsCenter. It's also called SportsCenter, but spelled R-E. And uh, he was asked, what is Carolina missing? They were a little bit smallish, and they needed more scoring. So what did Don Waddell do last summer? He went out and he got Brent Burns, a massive help on the blue line, and he traded for Max Patch Ready, another score. So, you know, we can look at where they were maybe falling short in previous years, but Don Waddell went and addressed it. What was unfortunate for the Carolina Hurricanes this year is that Max Patch Ready tore his Achilles, came back, tore it again, and then they lose Svechnikov. These are two premier offensive players. When you score six goals in four games of a conference final, I don't think you have to look any further than the lack of scoring. But I don't think it's not recognizing what they needed. I think they did recognize it. I think Don Waddell made some great moves. But you can't control injuries. And the loss of Svechnikov and the loss of Pacioretty put them into a tough spot. If they were healthy, I think this series might be a uh, little bit different, the outcome certainly, and I don't think it would be a sweep, certainly. Well, it shouldn't have been a sweep anyway. Carolina had an opportunity to win every single game of the series. It just happened to be a sweep. All right. They recognized that they needed more offense. I'm not sure the Burns part of that is as accurate because they were a good offensive club last year thanks to uh, their contributions of Tony D'Angelo. And the years before then, they were a good offensive team because of the contributions of Dougie Hamilton. Do I think Burns is a better version of those two players? Absolutely. Uh, he's not very physical, though, and that's an issue that we have to we have to address. He was getting physical last night, though. Yeah, no. And, the, and I respect it because in that sense, you have to. Well, I mean, he will be physical. 
But Burns is first and foremost a skater, right? Where just just to care, compare him to Dougie Hamilton. Sure. Dougie is not interested in being a physical player. Burns will do it. Burns will definitely do it. They rely more on their skill. But I don't. Burns, I think, intimidates with his size more than his, and his beard and his beard more more than running people into the boards in the corner. There are certain players like Jacob Truba isn't as good as Brent Burns, but everybody knows where Jacob Truba is. You better, because if you don't, he's coming for you. Not saying that Brent Burns needs to be that player, but I wouldn't, when I close my eyes and think about Brent Burns, it's not physicality. It's the skill. He has next-level skill. He's that good. And he can be physical, but I wouldn't call him a physical player. Same with Max Pacioretty. He's got a big body, and he'll use it. But for the most part, he's not drilling you. Okay, I I, I just want to move move away from that element, which I think Carolina needs. All of Carolina's defense, they're great defensemen. It's not a very physical defense. It's a positional defense. It's a good skating defense. It's a smart defense, but it's not necessarily a physical defense. And they, could, other, I think Jalen Chatfield could end up being their most physical defenseman, right? I think Chatfield can play uh, that way. But they went out and they acquired Max Pacioretty for a reason. And what was the reason they went out and acquired Max Pacioretty? Because they needed somebody who was a perennial 30-goal scorer when healthy, albeit Max had had trouble staying healthy the last couple of years. But when he was in the lineup, he was a goal producer. They went out and they got that. And then when Pacioretty got hurt the second time, they didn't replace it. So you recognized you had the need. Because you went out, you proved it by going out and getting Max. And then, with, by the way, Svechnikov still in your lineup, Pacioretty gets hurt again. You know he's done for the year. You have $10 million in available cap space. And they did not replace that which they acquired in the offseason that they felt they needed. That, to me, is the miss on this year. And I will use it this way. Even when Max had not come back the first time, having watched Carolina play October, November, December, knowing that Pacioretty was coming back, my brain was telling me, I still think they're one forward short. Then, am I an expert? Obviously not, right? My brain... I think they're one forward short. Then, then Max goes down. Then Andre goes down. They didn't replace either. Now, they couldn't replace Andre because Andre, that happened after the trade deadline. They what, what ended up happening, this is no offense to anybody. What ended up happening in the playoffs is that players who... Yeah, they're good now, but when we get to the next stage of the season, probably can't be on the ice for us if we want to win. 
I mean, I love Derek Stepan, and he didn't play the last couple of games. Stepan is a guy that gets you through the regular season, and then when you get to the playoffs, I'm not saying you can't use him, but you probably need to have other options. You need a caliber player, a top guy, a you Patrice no, Bergeron. No, th- th- you, don't need a, you don't need a top guy for Derek Stepan. Actually, Mackenzie McEckern was a better option in the playoffs than Derek Stepan. Maybe not every night, but when you needed some speed and you needed some physicality, he was a better option. I I, I agreed with him slotting in over Derek Stepan. But better than Mackenzie McEckern would have been somebody better than Mackenzie McEckern. And that's what Carolina didn't have. That's what they didn't acquire. Uh, yes, it pull Yarvi was sorry. It was a joke the time they made the trade, and it's a bigger joke now that he was a healthy extra for your for the last series. He did nothing for them. Now, granted, he cost nothing, but he did nothing. You got exactly what you paid for. And that was a waste of time. Forget about the cap hit. That was a waste of time. I understand what they were doing with that. They were thinking, well, you know, maybe he'll become something. Whatever. He hadn't become anything yet other than, you know, at best a third-line winger. So, and he, he's – did he have a point? He had one point for Carolina? Maybe he had two assists? Yeah. He had uh, a wide-open goal once, wide open, and managed to hit a post from – like right in front of the net, there's like no way I would have scored the goal if I could skate, but he didn't. He did nothing. Shane Gostas Bear was a smart ad, but they needed to find something else that could help them. And they decided at that point, Jesperi Kotkaniemi was going through his good stretch, and they decided that they didn't need. Another scorer because Kokaniemi had become, he was going through a stretch where he's probably scoring about three quarters of a point a game for about a month. And they're like, ah, that's our guy now. That's the guy we that we signed uh, as a restricted free agent from Montreal. And as, as it turned out, he wasn't. He, wa- he couldn't sustain that play. And it wasn't a good postseason for Kokaniemi either, by and large. And Carolina went into the postseason with... Natchez playing poorly, Kokaniemi playing poorly, Taravainen not playing. I mean, he wasn't available after from uh, game three through six of the Islanders series, wasn't available for the Devils. Maybe he came back too soon. He wasn't good in the first couple of games of the series against Florida uh, and, frankly, didn't start looking like Tavo Taravainen until yesterday. Yeah. Um. So they really didn't get much out of three players who had to pre had to be offensive producers for them. And to Aho's point, he just got beat up. He got abused think, against the Panthers. He had a Ajo good playoff. Was, I yeah. think Aho had a very good playoff. He just that was the one player that they messed with the most, and it showed right. because that was everybody knew that that's the guy. That's the guy you're going to rely on so, in a big game. And and he could not elevate above that for obvious reasons. He's not a big guy. Size matters. Carolina has needed to add size for years. They won't do it. I don't. I shouldn't say won't do it. They haven't done it. I think they missed the boat in this playoff 
or in this year because they told you that they needed a scorer, went out and got it, and then when they realized he wasn't going to be available, they decided then that, well, I guess we don't need the scorer. Of course you did. Of course you did. You just decided for whatever reason, and we can speculate all day long, they decided they didn't need the scoring. But they did. But they did. 